be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, featuring your hosts, Forbes Riley and Charlie Fusco. In our program, you'll receive the tools you need to live a healthy and successful life, not to mention a fun one. Now, here are your hosts, Forbes Riley and Charlie. Hello and welcome to this week on The Good Life. I hope you guys had a great life last week since we last chatted here. I'm Charlie Fusco, and in the background, lurking for not long... Wait a second, in the background. I'm not sitting in the background. I'm going to hang out there. For, in fact, so, so funny. Somebody emailed me today. I said, I guess I looked at my press material. like, you really like being out front, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. I thrive on that. You know, I was writing an article. Um, I'm getting a chance to speak for Braveheart women, and they're including me in their book. And it's funny because I've been sharing some of my life. And I don't know, Charlie, how you did in high school. But I have this, this theory that if you peaked in high school, your life, is pretty much downhill. But if you're one of those kids who struggled, couldn't really get it together back then, you spend the next 20, 30 years figuring it out, you have a much happier life. My high school drama teacher, who never gave me anything much more than a chorus or a dancer part, wrote this note to me that I found uh, about 20 years ago, put it on my wall, and it's every year or so I'll look at it, and this writer just tried to reinterpret it. It said, Forbes, you're a very good actress, but a presentational one, and you could stand to lose 15 pounds. Wow. Now, I don't know that you're allowed to legally say that to a 15-year-old anymore, but it's funny because presentational is kind of like the anti-Meryl Streep. Become somebody who hosts a radio show, who hosts infomercials and the Laugh Factory and her own talk show, and I'm not doing so bad. No. And that 15-pound thing sent me on a spiral for, I don't know, 20 years of my life trying to figure it out, and now I have a career helping other people lose it. So it's funny when it all seems dark and dreary, and you're like, now, that's a horrible thing to say. But it actually is the turning point and one of the turning points in my life. You, you know, and I think that's an interesting um, point is, is sort of recognizing those turning points. You know, I'll tell you that um, I have been throwing a lot of temper tantrums lately, which <laughs> is not like me normally. You know, I tell people normally I'm a, I'm a match. You know, I spark up really quick and then I die out really quick. I don't have a lot of um, time for negativity or to hold on to grudges. And it makes it a challenging to be married to me because I'm always like, blah, 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 and then I'm done. Where are we going to have, you know, drinks and dinner? But uh, lately, I've, I've just come to this place where I'm going, wow, where did that calm girl go? That girl from Southern California that just rolled with the punches. Why am I always sort of throwing these temper tantrums, which is a terrible word to use. And I, I started realizing that um, the, the more that life's throwing at me and the better that things are going, the better my career is going, the better our radio show is growing, and it is, the, the more fun I'm having with my kids. Wow, it seems more out of control. I don't know if that's where you were going with this, but how do you get to those 
markers in your life and then almost handle the success or handle your own growth. And I realized the other day that I don't even know the answer to that question. I don't know if there's a book on how to be a grown-up out there that, that we should be reading in junior high school or when you're 15. Well, funny that you should talk about that. I think our guest actually wrote a book about being a grown-up, which I'm hoping I never become. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm actually very curious. I haven't read the book yet, but I'm excited to ask her questions because I have a feeling it's one of those that you're going to want to put in your library. I'm willing to put anything in my library. I'm telling you right now, I feel like I've got all these balls up in the air. You know, I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can catch them all with a smile on my face. So I, I don't think I'm alone out there, and I, I'm thrilled that we're going to get some help here today. I love that we have a psychotherapist on the show today because now I can tell my husband that I went and got the counseling he thinks I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> That's very really funny. So why don't we welcome our very special guest. Uh, her name is Stacy Kaiser, and she's a psychotherapist. She's a USA Today columnist, an author, and the book is called How to Be a Grown-Up, The Ten Secret Skills Everyone Needs to Know. Stacy, help! Uh, <laughs> you guys are like the segue queen. Uh, I'm so That's because we need you. The reason we do the show is because we all we need help. We get help from everybody, and we don't have to pay you for it. It's such a cool idea. Right, yes. This is how we hide our therapy bills. All right, well, I won't send you a bill, and I'm happy to help. <laughs> so tell me, Stacy, are you a grown-up? Have you figured it out? I I am a grown-up, and, and Forbes, you've made a really good point about I don't want to be one, and, and sometimes I don't want to be one either, but my book is not about sort of the yucky parts about being a grown-up. My book is about if your life is humming along and you're happy and you're feeling good, then you can do whatever you want. You can cut loose. You can take a week off of everything. You can go and have, you know, one of those nights that you don't want anyone else to know about, <laughs> whatever it is, as long as you're life is going on track. And so that's what I'm trying to encourage people to do, to find that balance that so many of us have a hard time finding. Well, what's your definition of grown-up? My definition of grown-up is literally somebody who knows how to get down to business and when they're supposed to be lightening up. And they have a skill set to be able to bounce back from life's little spills, and then they don't have to blame someone else for that kind of a mess. And I think most importantly, a person who's a grown-up has the ability to accelerate through any roadblock and head towards success and happiness, you know, with ease. And here's the hardest thing about being a grown-up. Nobody gives us a manual. You know, you hear as a parent that nobody tells us how to parent our kids, but nobody gives us a manual either. Nobody tells us what do you do when you have to balance work and family? What do you do when, you know, financial situations have gotten bad? What do you do when you've been trying to lose weight for 10 years and it's up, down, up, down, up, down? And to me, it's having all of these really high-level grown-up skills that help us move forward through those things. It's funny because I'm parenting two eight-year-olds right now, and I love being in third grade. I'm finding yeah. that, well, it's really an interesting time because I'm 51 years old, so I'm coming to it at a time where I'm relaxed enough to appreciate it and grateful enough that I still have some energy to be there. You know, and I'm working on all these spelling words and, and life skills. And it's what I'm loving right now is that my kids are reminding me to play. It's kids are like programmed. That, Mommy, I got to have time to play. Leave me alone. I'm in my room playing. And I was like, okay, I'm okay. That really? And it's funny. I have no desire to play Barbies anymore. It's, I thought I would. I'm so disappointed in that. But the imagination and the wonderment, part of me gets scared that if I'm a grown up, I'm going to lose that childlike ability to play. I mean, I'm going to Disneyland today, 
and I love Disneyland. I, I have not lost, lost that ability to play either. I'm not a big fan of doing Barbies saying by my kids are teenagers, but when they were little, what I used to do with their Barbies is find creative ways to have their Barbies help me around the house. Let's bring our Barbies over to do the laundry here. Give her this one fold. Um, so there are things that you can do that aren't just sort of imaginative play. But no, I don't think that's the case. I think being a grown-up is handling all of your responsibilities and then also being able to be creative and have a good time. And as a parent, that's absolutely necessary because that's how you connect with your kids is through imagination and creative play. Yeah, but what if you don't want to? What if you don't want to just handle everything as an adult? You're right. You know, the IRS has a real problem with that, too. (laughs) Well, it's funny. I hear you say it, and it intellectually makes sense. But, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a host, as a mom, as a wife, you know, sometimes you just get out of bed and you're like, you know, I don't want to do this today. And and you schlep through your day and you're responsible and you get it done. In in your new book, these secret skills. Do you have a way to make it more fun to be a grown up? Because I tell you, being a grown up sometimes is just sucky. I mean, I agree with you one hundred percent. There's a lot of times I don't want to be a grown up. I mean, my dog vomited on the carpet the other day, and I was like, I don't want to have to clean this up. I want to see my kids and be able to watch me. <laughs> Most things you don't have to do right that second. You have to get to it later. And so sometimes I'll throw in something that I do want to do. I'll put on a TV show that I, you know, tape that I want to watch. I'll go and work out. I'll go and make a phone call to my friend. Because there's so much that we have to do, it's better to find a time when you're motivated to do it. And then when I'm in the mood to do things like pay bills or wash dishes, which is rare, I make sure that I get everything done once I sit down. So all the bills get paid. You know, the house gets cleaned perfectly in those moments and so that I can sprinkle in a lot of fun the rest of the time. Now that's interesting. So is that one of your secrets? That is one of my secrets. And you know what? Most people don't do that. I mean, there are certain things we have to do, but pretty much everything has a window. There's very few things that need to get done right this second. That's interesting. You know, my husband consistently says that I attract chaos and he's been saying that for 16 years almost at a point now where he, un- he he just anticipates it. I walk in and he just waits to, to hear what's going to happen. And I, I begrudgingly, I'm like, that's not true. Chaos happens to me. I don't attract it. I don't go seeking it out. And um, I had to actually hold my, my tongue the other day because my daughter, who's eight, wants to be a veterinarian, and she always wants something to take care of. She wanted a kitty. We already have cats, by the way, and dogs. But she didn't ever have a kitty to take care of. And so we'd been putting it off and putting it off. And I'll tell you, I had a really sort of stressful day at work. Energy was low. Things weren't happening. So I picked her up from school and we went to the pound and we got a kitty and I came home with a kitty because it seemed like a good idea to bring something light and fluffy and fun into the house. Try scuffed next time. (laughs) And I, I walked in and my husband went, you did what? And so now we have this great kitty that my husband now is, you know, begrudgingly playing with and everyone's in love with it. But we have now been two weeks of having to run our life differently because I didn't realize you can't just bring a kitten into a home with two grown cats. There's this whole, like, they're going to fight phase. And if you don't do things, like switch the litter box. And so my to-do list got really, really big. But at the moment, I didn't realize I was creating chaos. I thought I was juggling being a good mom, being bringing lightness into the house, uh, work and everything, and now I'm kind of juggling more litter boxes. You are somebody that is not afraid of chaos. You got the kitty, 
ready to handle whatever it is that happened because of it. Maybe you weren't thinking of it at the time, but you deal with it in the moment. And one of the things I always tell people in terms of sort of managing stress is you should know the way you are. I'm a more impulsive person as well. I have somebody who would just get this. I bought two, I, got, I rescued two dogs just because I fell in love with them. I'm like, what am I doing? They're both puppies at the same time. But I did it, and then I had to deal with those consequences. And I love my dog. But, but had I been some of my other more controlled, organized friends, I might have done a lot of research before I brought them home. And, and I think that that's okay. You just have to know the way you are, and that will reduce your stress. The other day, I rescued a little dog. <laughs> And I brought him home. He was just kind of this little white lush schnauzer. And my husband's like, what did you do? And I'm like, um, just being a good citizen. I don't know. He's like, you're not keeping it. I'm like, okay. Well, here's the irony. The universe is very funny. You know what the dog's name ended up being? The dog's name was Riley because we found the owner. And I thought, you know, that's kind of funny. And, Charlie, I have to tell you, one of the thoughts is if you know that it's chaos, I would try not to attract it. Because it's it, it's not worth it. There's a calm that comes with not always saying yes. Well, and my grown-up advice is learn to say no. That's interesting. And I, we're going to run to a break here. And when we come back, I want to talk about this concept of being a super mom. Because I know, you know, I don't know, it was back in the 90s. Everyone was proud to be a super mom. And, um, and sort of we work, we have a career, we have a family, we have kids, we have all these things. And we're a super mom. And that's supposed to be really great. But I'm wondering, and uh, Stacey, I would love to get your thoughts on this. Are we damaging our lives, ourself, our kids? Are, are, are we getting enough positives by being overachieving supermoms in, in today's society? Um, should we take a step back? And those are the questions I want to ask you when we come back here on The Good Life. So stay with us. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at one 866 472-5787-1-866-472-5787-That's-it-that's-it-VoiceAmerica.com Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles. So your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right. This incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. And just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one, but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. 
John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie. And if you missed any part of uh, the last segment, you're going to want to stay tuned for this entire show. We're talking with a very special woman today as part of our show on uh, replacing life's clutter with calm, or some people stop juggling before you drop all your balls. Um, that's what we're talking about today. Why did that all of a sudden sound weirdly sexual coming from you? I, I, know. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I <laughs> Just took on a whole nother meaning. That's a whole nother show. But okay, I'm really excited because if you didn't hear us, we're talking with Stacy Kaiser, and she's not only a successful, um, you know, licensed psychotherapist, she's an author, she's a relationship expert. She's been all over the media. I don't know, over 100 television appearances, everywhere from CNN, NBC, CBS, Fox. But she's she's got books out. She's worked with the FBI. She's worked with huge Hughes Aircraft. She's done workshops. She does all these things. And she also is a mother of two school-aged children. We try never to take advice from people who haven't been there and done that. Right. Because I think the, cool, the interesting thing about today's world is I want to hear from somebody who struggled and then succeeded, not somebody who read it in a book on how this is how you might do it. So, Stacey, wait a second. You've got two, you're, got, you're a single mom, two kids, books, careers, and television. Whoa, whoa. How did you do all this? Yeah, you know, you guys were talking earlier. I sort of had one of those sort of life-changing things where I was a basically stay-at-home mom with a very small private practice working five hours a week, and suddenly I found myself divorced and needing to work um, with two kids who live with me full-time. And I was like, uh-oh, what am I going to do with myself? And that was about seven years ago. And so part of why I wrote my book, How to Be a Grown-Up, is because I realized and even though I was, you know, I had a master's degree, I was raising two kids, there were a lot of things that I didn't know how to figure out about my own life. And so I had to sort of figure it out the hard way, and I figured I'd help everybody else. And I think my best advice that I would pass down to anybody who's trying to juggle, because, you know, even if you have a partner that you're living with and kids and you're not working, or if you are working and have that partner and a kid, that's still a lot to juggle. And the best advice that I can get is you can get a lot of things accomplished that you want, but you need to focus your energy 100% into each one of those items some of the time. And what so many of us are busy doing is we're playing with our kids and we're on the computer. We're having dinner with our husband and we're, you know, helping the kids with the homework. It's really important that each thing that's important to you gets focused time, your work, your family, your husband, and yourself. That's, a, that's very interesting. You know, this morning my husband was talking about there's a new study they did called, uh, oh, God, it's like instant work. 
There's this little game they took in a corporate world. And they said, you know, if you pass this ball around with a group of X amount of people, how long would it take? And it pretty much took 15 seconds or so. They did it a couple of times. And they came back to this group and said, well, you know what? The group down the hall has done it in three seconds. And people were like, oh, no, you can't do that. It doesn't be done in the way. Well, sure enough, knowing that it was possible in three seconds, after a little while, some leadership took form and they figured out how to do it. And you realize that you really can get things done when you focus on them and then move on to something else. But when you do everything half half-assed, as my daughter starts saying, my God, my eight-year-old is now cursing, um, <laughs> then you actually get things done quicker. It's funny, I, I go into a lot of companies and do speaking, and that's one of the exercises I do, because the other side of that coin is, if you think you have to move faster, you do. Now, that's interesting, and I'm, and I'm going to go back to my earlier question before the break, which is this concept of a super mom. And we're, right now, we're talking very distinctly to moms, but, you know, there's super dads out there. There's... Um, you know, super business guys. At one point, you look at your life and you're an overachiever. You're, you're always striving to do better. At what point, and, and maybe are there tips, are there signs where you're striving too much or where you do need to say, I could do it slower? Because my natural inclination is, if I have five extra minutes in a day, then I should be filling it up with something because there's always something that can get done. It's never my inclination to say, well, sit down for five minutes and don't do anything. Just so you guys know, I wrote an entire post on USA.com about super parent syndrome, and I'm not going to be able to cover it all, but here's what I will say to you. If you don't recharge those extra few minutes, then you don't have enough to keep going. And eventually, it's going to back up on you. I mean, this is something we see with people with medical problems who say, I didn't have time to go to the doctor, I didn't have time to go to the doctor, and then they have a horrible thing happen. It's like, well, you needed to take the time. And that's a really dramatic example. But, you know, the same thing happens to me with my car. I'm driving along, driving along, and I seem to not ever seem to have the time to get gas. But eventually, my car is going to run out and stop moving, and we're very much like that. So I consider myself a super parent in that it's really important to me that I am a very hands-on parent. I coach my kids' soccer teams. I want to go to all of their little plays and shows, and that's important to me. And I also want to teach them things and watch their homework and all the other stuff. And so it's important as parents, if you're going to be super parents, that you take time to be alone. And if you are married or in a relationship, it's really important that you take that couple time because what I tell people is, very first you were a woman, and then you were a couple, and then you were a parent. And in that order is how we need to take care of ourselves, or our kids end up hurting in the end. No, you know, the reason we're both, like, kind of quiet is because we're thinking, going, yeah, okay, she's right, but... Okay, easier said than done. So, yeah, okay, uh, okay, Mom, I get I'll it. Talk a little bit, I'll talk a little bit more about this. This is where the balance comes in. And so, so this is where... Pulling in a support system and leaning on other people so you don't have to do everything yourself is an important idea. This is where if you're too stressed out and too, you know, overwrought and exhausted, then you're not good for your kids. Part of what we're trying to teach our kids is to have balanced lives. We don't want them to be running, running, running and stressed out all the time. We want them to have downtime. You're hearing all over, you know, the news nowadays and the media that kids are just exhausted and wiped out. And we don't want to do that to our kids, and so they can't see us doing that either. That's, you know, that's a really good point. And I'll tell you what, our kids are little mimics. It's so funny, and I'm sure it kind of clicks into their brain. I always view children like a quilt, 
and that every time I put a new thread in it, the thread's going to stay. You may not always see it, but it makes a whole pattern at the end of their lives, or certainly as they become adults. My, and you know how you notice this? My daughter was so cute. They shot the movie Winter here in our hometown about the dolphin who lost its tail. And my daughter went to the aquarium and she saw it. And I guess they pay a lot of attention to winter, not the other dolphins. Well, she saw the movie and she comes. And remember, she's the daughter of, of a successful businesswoman who sells things on television. And she said, Mommy, you know, I think that the aquarium needs to pay attention to other dolphins as well. Because if winter ever dies, that place is going out of business. <laughs> I thought, you're eight years now. You put that together. No wonder you guys eat the way you do and think the way you do. Because all of these things that we put into their little brains... You know, if I'm always stressed, I watch my son leave in the morning. And Charlie, this is, you might see this in your kids too. My son's a little stressed. He's only eight. And I had to sit down today and say, and I'm looking at him. He's like, oh, I've got my spelling words and my homework to do. And I know my swimming clothes and my shoes. Mommy, I just can't get it all done. I'm like, oh dear God, I did that to you, didn't I? That's me saying, where's my cell phone? Where's my shoes? Oh my God, I don't my keys. Did I get to this appointment? I'm on the, and I'm looking at them, Stacey, and I'm going to take to heart what you're saying because I think I'm stressing out my kids. Yes, probably, and, 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 you know, I always say children learn what they live, and parents worry so much about, you know, celebrities being role models or some rotten friend that they hang out with as being a role model, but all of the research and all my 20-plus years of experience have shown me that at the end of the day, the real impact is made by what they're learning with you, their parents. And so you have the most control. And when you think about what kind of grown-up you want your child to turn into, that's what you want to think about is what, what qualities do I have that I want to pass on to my kids and what qualities do I have do I want to try and say to them, you know what, you can do better. Mm-hmm. So interesting. You're listening to The Good Life, and we're talking with Stacy Kaiser. And I want to encourage everyone to go to her website, StacyKaiser.com. Kaiser is K-A-I-S-E-R, StacyKaiser.com. When you go there, Stacy, they can find your book, How to Be a Grown-Up, The Ten Secret Skills Everyone Needs to Know, correct? Yes. They Great. can find links to everything I do and know, except my children. They're harder to get to. There you go. And I think I would love everyone to visit that site, um, get a copy of your book, and, and read a lot of the articles. I mean, you're very highly published. And you're coming from a place, I think what Forbes said earlier, where you've been there. Um, you know, you've, you've got the kids, you've got the career, and you've sort of figured it out. Um, this whole concept of how to be a grown-up is, is such a struggle for me because as an artist, as an entrepreneur, um, as a girlfriend first, wife second, and that's how I leave my, live my life with my husband, is as soon as it stops feeling like boyfriend and girlfriend, that's when we have a battle. But that's not a very grown-up way to be. It's just... I think we need to take some inventory is what I'm hearing. And what you're saying about how your kids look at you, so important. And I'm wondering, what else do you think we can leave people with your book? What are some of the other things that they're going to learn in there? They're going to learn skills to cope when things get really tough. That's what I have found is the hardest, those moments when you feel like you're literally losing your mind. You know, I've had those days where I'm like, I run into my car, I shut the door, and I'm like, I may kill my children if I don't calm down. Ugh. And I think we all have those moments, and of course I don't mean that, but we all have those moments and how to cope with those moments. There's a whole quiz at the beginning of the book where you can literally assess yourself, and it's kind of fun to do with a friend or a group of girlfriends or a husband. That's what a lot of people have been doing, and say, like, okay, I'm great at this. I'm more of a grown-up here. I'm more of a grown-up there. And I think, it, I think what, what I had the hardest time learning that I think is one of the best parts of my book is how to feel like you can have fun and be responsible 
that's a really hard balance to find. I worked really hard to accomplish that, and I want to teach other people to be able to do the same. And that's just, that's an amazing life skill that I think um, everyone could stand to learn how to have fun and still be responsible. Um, and uh, as busy moms, career people, that's a skill that I think is almost imperative. So I want to thank you for bringing that concept to us today, Stacy. Again, encourage everyone to go to stacykaiser.com. We're going to uh, lead out with this segment, and I want to tell everyone that we're going to be talking with a woman coming up, and she's going to actually talk about how to bring more radiance into your life instead of turning it into an endless list of to-dos. And I think that fits into what you're talking about is if your entire list is uh, life is a list of to-dos, when are you having fun? So thanks for bringing exactly. that concept to us. I, I appreciate it. That's great. Stacey, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll be back more with The Good Life, Tamara Gerlach and Forbes Riley and myself, Charlie Fusco. Stay with us. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles, so your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right. This incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. And just pay shipping today. But wait, call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one, but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to The Good Life. I'm Carly Fusco, and joining me here again, Forbes Riley. And we've uh, already had a jam-packed show, so I hope you're taking notes. Uh, remember, everyone, go to the Facebook page and uh, keep the comments coming because it's really helping us bring you the show content that um, you want to hear every week. Forbes, our next guest I'm really excited to talk with, and here's why. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm you so know, exhausted. I slept in my office last night. Don't talk to me about exhausted. I don't know how, you know, I, I said a joke the other day. I didn't mean to, but I just joined a 24-hour gym. Uh-huh. I need a 25-hour gym. I don't know when I can get there. I know. It's crazy. And I have this idea that I have to be the super mom. So on top of running my business and doing the shows and all that kind of thing, I'm going out of my way lately to hang out with my kids at all these times, which I'm positive in two weeks they won't even remember I was there. But our next guest has a new book coming out, and I think it's really, really topical. Uh, The book is called Cultivating Radiance, and people can look it up at cultivatingradiance.com. It actually launches in the next week here. And the reason that we got this woman on the show, her name is Tamara Gerlach, is because I am actually afraid to go see the new Sarah Jessica Parker movie. Uh-huh. And you've heard, I don't know how she does it, because I'm afraid I'm going to get in there, and that'll be the, the straw that broke the camel's back. So I'm told that Tamara, who's listening in on the background, can set me straight and figure out how to make it so I'm not crazy every day. Well, I'm excited to meet her because I'm hoping she has some answers. I know we're all looking for them right now. Absolutely. So I want everyone to listen in. Again, take some notes, moms out there, because Tamara Gerlach is here. Uh, She's a life coach. She's a gymnast, which now I'm just envious of her flexibility, Uh, an entrepreneur, a Buddhist, and this new author of a book called uh, Cultivating Radiance. Tamara, welcome to the program. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. Help me. Fix me. Uh Oh, oh, oh. that's a lot of pressure for one girl. Yeah, and do it in 12 (laughs) minutes, please. (laughs) You know what's funny? As I even listen to you say hi, you sound like you're smiling. Which is a little, it's just annoying. It's just because Charlie. Yeah, isn't that isn't that funny? How you really can tell if someone's smiling when they're talking. It's just yeah. Yeah, yeah we have a flexible smiling gymnast on the line. I'm now getting irritated. <laughs> Former gymnast. Well, Charlie, Charlie, it's now, no, but Charlie, see the secret to being happy is because if you can put your legs behind your neck, you can. No, never mind. <laughs> so, Tamara, tell me your new book, Cultivating Radiance. What does that mean? Well, cultivating is that nurturing or care of and then radiance is our inner light and uh, that's something we're born with you know we all came to this world totally light and bright and full of life and spirit and uh, sometimes for many of us throughout our lives you know we're these bright healthy happy children with all kinds of crazy wonderful creative ideas and then people start telling us things like oh no you're not doing it right and um, you don't fit in and just Bringing our light down, and you know, if we believe too much of what goes on around us, then we start to start to dim and, and dampen our light. And so, um, what the book is about is really bringing that back. We go through different aspects and different elements, and look at how we can bring our light up, and by choice. So even when maybe we need to take a, a news vacation or something that can help us, you know, jumpstart our light. But there are all kinds of tips and tools. So, so Tamara, let me ask you this, because I know there's a lot that we can cover on this interview, and I want to get into this idea of radiance, cultivating it, because that sounds so what I want to do. But mm-hmm. earlier in the show, we were talking about living a life of clutter. 
and Mm -hmm. juggling and multitasking and should women multitask? Um, can we really multitask, multitask as well as we could? And how do we bring organization to a life that just generally seems to run faster than we do? So before we go to cultivate our radiance, how do we break that cycle? Because I know you're a self-proclaimed free spirit, but you also are a wife, a mother, an author, a speaker, a life coach. You've got this book. Like, how did you do this? And by the way, you've been on, you know, you must have an incredible discipline. You've been uh, involved in uh, professional gymnastics for a long time. You've uh, you've got two businesses that I can see. Um, and I just, how do we even get to the point where I'm ready to cultivate my inner light? Yeah, well, you know, the beauty of this is it can all happen simultaneously. The chapter that I think would most serve your guests right now is the chapter called Honoring Our Environment. And what that talks about is our environment is a reflection of our mind. So when you look around, if you're looking at your home or your car or your desk at work or your office, um, even the clothes you're wearing or the people you're hanging out with and even the places you're hanging out with, when you're looking at what's on the outside of you, it is merely a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So let me ask a question. How did you get to this point? Because you sound like... um, really enlightened and I'm glad and I want some of your enlightenment, but how do you get to this point where everything is so light and airy and radiant? I would say, especially when dealing with the external, you know, trying to get the outside because believe me, I was not always like this. Well, that, and that's actually where my question was. Where was your tipping point? My most recent one was about five years ago. I was uh, married to an alcoholic and I, my life was a disaster actually. And even though I had all kinds of tips and tools and, and all these things, I still, my mind was not calm. I needed to change my environment. I needed to stop being in that alcoholic relationship because it wasn't changing. It was getting worse. And so I did, I, I got the courage to say, okay, I can't do this anymore. And from there, it was a real low point. I mean, I, Seriously, like five years ago, I spent like a month crying. So if you had met me then, you'd be like, this chick's not radiant. <laughs> but what that did is it allowed me to get so low that I had no choice because all my life I have been the woman who can do it herself, the woman who can do it all. I'll take care of it. Very masculine energy. And what I really needed to do was, I guess for me, because I can't take subtle hints, I needed a big two-by-four across my forehead, is like get knocked down to my knees and say, okay, now I had no choice but to receive. So I really needed to be open to what was possible and to receive what was coming. And it was beautiful because all the right things showed up and it allowed me to completely shift my life. And for the last five years, there's no way I would go back now. <laughs> it's gotten so good. It just keeps getting better. Wow. It sounds amazing. I'm sitting here and kind of scratching my head this morning as I did sleep in my office last night. I'm going, hmm. well, because there was just too much to do. I've been traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really impressed. Um, honestly, a lot of what I did was meditation to actually like if you imagine your mind as a jar of dirty water and if you're shaking it up all the time you know it stays clouded and diluted and just chaotic but if you actually set the jar down after a few minutes the particles start to settle to the bottom and at the top you get clarity and that's really what I did with my life. I had been shaking it up for so many years. It took a little while. It took a lot of meditation. But once I sat it down, I got clarity. In your book, I know you talk about something called five essential elements of radiance. Right. What Are those the five things you have to 
find, seek? Are they steps? Are they tools? We started with beliefs, and that one, um, it really comes from the Buddhist principles of the Eightfold Path. You have to look at how do you look at things? You know, are you looking at things through really negative lens, or do you have beliefs that are positive? Um, do you believe that you deserve? Do you believe that things are good? And really looking at, you know, how what lens you're looking at things through. There's a story about uh, a sage who lives at the edge of a village, and a traveler comes to the town, and he says, you know, I've never been to this town. Can you tell me what the people are like here? And the sage says, sure, but first tell me about the people who are from your town that you came from. And um, the traveler says, oh, they're terrible, they're awful, they lie, they cheat, you can't trust them, I couldn't wait to get out of there. And the sage says, well, got bad news for you, the people in this village are exactly the same. And then, of course, the next day, another traveler comes, and he loved the people in his village, and they were so wonderful, hated to leave, and, and so... The sage again said, well, I have good news for you. The people in this village are just the same. So it's really looking at how we look at things, and that's exactly what we find. In my head, I, I, I sort of see what you're saying. I'm like, I'm the foggy, upside-down thing of water that's all dirty. But I'm, what's next? So, so let's say I'm able to change my beliefs and say that uh, I'm calm. But I always find it so difficult to try to do that, you know? So yeah. Yeah, it takes time, you know, because if we're used to however many years we've been alive, if we've looked at things a certain way, it's really hard to shift. And that kind of leads into our next uh, element, which are attitudes. And that uh, one of the chapters I talk about is living with an outrageously positive attitude, like outrageously positive, not just positive, but beyond, like looking for what is really good about what's going on. Because, oh, man, like you said, with the news, it is easy to find things that are wrong. It, we can go around for days, weeks, years looking at all the things that are wrong, but to really find the things that are good. And what happens is, like the, the traveler going into the village, we just keep finding more and more good things, and then more and more good things start showing up. And that's the lens that we start looking through. And we keep holding that with our attitude and the way we present ourselves and the, and the way we are with people. Again, another reflection of what's going on inside of us. One thing I want to point out to our listeners, you know, I spend a lot of time on Facebook. Uh, Forbes, I think you do as well. Part of it's our job and part of it's our lifeline to our friends. And I'm always amazed at what people choose to post. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> because yeah. I just listened to what you said and how do you look at the world. And a lot of times my friends, my community, I look and I'm like, wow, that was the really negative thing you posted. Or why did you post a picture of a sign that's negative? You know, and I... Interesting, like sometimes they're funny, but if you go and look at your Facebook post and you look at that as your environment where you get your social influences, um, that's where my head went. You know, yeah, uh, that's that's, that's a really very interesting point. And I know we're going off to break. I'm going to leave you with something that made me smile last night. Somebody said if Oprah Winfrey married Deepak Chopra, she'd be Oprah Chopra. Just <laughs> 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 smile. And then somebody said if I married Steve Forbes, what would I be? I'd be Forbes Forbes. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> See, not the most negative or positive just made you smile, and that's what I love about Facebook. Yes, you have an outrageously positive attitude. Absolutely. <laughs> now, we're going to be back uh, in just a couple moments here, and we're going to uh, really dig down on how we can use some of the techniques in your book to change our mind, change our attitude, and um, see if we can get to this place of radiance, because I think it's a place we all strive to, especially here on The Good Life, so stay with us. the 
experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Ladies, if you are worried about fine lines and wrinkles on your face and would like to get rid of them, then let me tell you about Esotique, the amazing all-natural collagen builder from Chamonix. Esotique is packed with pure antioxidants and natural collagen builders, so it doesn't hide wrinkles like other products. It effectively treats wrinkles, so your skin will be younger, healthier, and softer than ever before. And now is the perfect time to try Esotique, because for a limited time, you can try it free for 30 days. That's right. This incredible skincare is yours to try free at home for a whole month. Call 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. And just pay shipping today. But wait. Call in the next 20 minutes and Chamonix will include not one but two free gifts. You will get their amazing vitamin C serum and their luxurious neck treatment absolutely free with your order. Don't miss out on this incredible free trial offer. Call now, 800-731-1085. 800-731-1085. If you're one of the millions of people who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or are overweight, don't join the club. It's time to leave that club. Heart Factors Plus is an all-natural supplement with ingredients proven to help lower blood pressure, cholesterol, improve blood flow, and even improve your sex life. Here is what Heart Factors users say. Hi, this is John from New Jersey, and I'm 42 years old, and I ordered your bottle of Heart Factors because of my high blood pressure. Last spring, it was 134 over 93. Now my blood pressure is 120 over 82, and the doctor got me off the medication. This stuff is really good and without any side effects. John dropped his blood pressure over 10 points and without the medication side effects. See if Heart Factors will work for you. Try it now free for a full 30 days. Call 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. If Heart Factors doesn't work for you, you never pay. It's that easy. Call now and get your 30-day trial. 800-240-6536. 800-240-6536. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie, where you receive a healthy dose of information you need with some fun. Now, back to the show. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Good Life here with Forbes and Charlie. We're having an amazing conversation. I have to tell you, we're with Tamara Gerlach, who has... A very light, uplifting view of the world. And I actually started our interview today feeling kind of bummed, Charlie, because I actually slept in my office last night. I've been on the road for a while. I had so many emails and so much to do. And I had kind of a sour energy. And yeah. listening to her, and I hope everyone out there feels the same way, I'm now giggly, I'm smiling, and it's only been about 10 minutes. So, Tamara, <laughs> yay for you. I feel so much better. And, you know, you're right. And I know this intellectually, I preach this stuff, but you can't always, you know, the carpenter doesn't always have a nice house, you know. <laughs> for, for those of you just joining us, we're, we're talking about something called Cultivating Radiance. It's actually a new book. You can find out more about it at cultivatingradiance.com. We're talking about changing your, your mental attitude, right, which really comes from a, maybe a deeper place, a spiritual place. And, and using it in a very physical form. I mean, the first thing you said was physically your environment has to appear different. And so let's, again, I want to make sure that our listeners get, and I keep saying listeners because I just don't want to say that I'm taking notes, um, <laughs> actual action steps, right? 
So I think we could all go home today and, you know, put our laundry away. We could go to work and, and declutter our desk. And it, if we do that at least three, four times a week, maybe it starts becoming a habit and then we're there. What are some other tips that we can start doing today? That well, I'm actually, you know I'm going to jump in for a second because I don't know if it's that easy. I remember my mom lived in a house for 40 years and kept everything that she ever, that ever came into the house. And she <laughs> passed away. I don't know if you remember those little rain bonnets the banks used to give away in the 60s. Yeah. She had a dresser full of rain bonnets that I had to somehow get rid of. And actually, what's interesting is there was a garage sale after her funeral, and some lady bought all of those rain bonnets. <laughs> so you may need help. I was watching Nate Burkus the other day, and he went to somebody's kitchen, not unlike my mom, as it was filled with stuff, not a flat surface to put anything. And I'm going to offer up a suggestion, Tamara, and maybe our listeners can, can relate to this. If you can't do it, because I never could, Find somebody, even if you can't afford a professional, find a friend who's not so emotionally attached to your clutter and clean it out. Yeah, I would definitely ask for help. And kind of going back to the having our environment being a reflection of what's going on inside of us is to actually spend some time going in and finding out why is my life so chaotic? What is it that I can't let go of? Because there's something inside of you that you can't let go of that's keeping all that stuff around you. Because whenever there's chaos or clutter or any of that craziness going on around you, you're either allowing it or, you know, sometimes we're bringing it in ourselves or we're allowing someone else to bring and not, you know, clean it up. So it's one of those things where it really does start on the inside because you can fix the outside all you want, but if you have the same things going on on the inside, that same, you know, the chaotic or negative thoughts or the feelings of not deserving or having not enough, then it's just going to keep manifesting. It'll just manifest in a new way on the outside. Good point. And, and Tamara, we're nearing the end of the interview here, but before we did, I wanted to ask your advice on a couple of things. Um, I stopped making to-do lists. Um, I used to make them all the time, religiously, every day. And I would update them all the time. And it was the only way I could keep my chaotic life organized. And I would have to-do lists on paper. I would have them in my Outlook calendar. I would have them in my phone, all over the place. And then I realized they just stressed me out. Because mm -hmm. I'd look at the to-do list, and I'd never get to the end, and I was always adding to it. And then I would judge myself at the end of the day and go, gosh, you didn't even get through half of it. You right. know? And I was yeah. guilty, and I was tired. So now I just don't do them, which my assistant says why I'm late for everything now because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but what's your take on to-do lists? Because I know a lot of moms, especially, live and die by the shopping list, to-do list, right. uh, schedules and calendars. If we're trying to be radiant and if we're trying to be free-spirited, do we organize our life that way? Well, it kind of depends on what feels best for you. But, like, what I do is I have a priorities list. So Every either the night before or in the morning, I decide what five things are most important to move me forward because I have a vision for what I'm creating um, in my life and in my businesses. And what five things could I do today that would move me closest to that vision? But really looking at the end of the day, it's like, did I do those things? And instead of having a to-do list, I have a to-done list. And I'm like, yay, I get to celebrate. I did these things. I'm closer to what I want. And if anything's on the list that I didn't get to, rather than beating myself up about not doing it, I just go, oh, well, I'll do that tomorrow. If it's still a priority, I just move it to the list for tomorrow. I'd love to have our listeners, our audience, post what their vision is. What is it that you're trying to achieve right now? Is it a, a career thing? Is it a family thing? Is it a personal thing? And maybe as a, as a Facebook community on The Good Life, we can post five ways to get there.
you know, I'm also you know. loving this idea. My ears just kind of perked up when she said a to-done list. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I just cross out the to-do list and I'm always looking at, oh, God, here's what's left, as opposed to, yay, here's what I did. Mm-hmm. I think every night I'm going to start posting, uh, this is what I did list because it feels yeah. a whole lot better. Well, it makes you feel successful and it goes back to the, what are you looking for? What's your attitude about it? Because, you know, like, like you said, Charlie, it can totally drain you to look at all the things that you have to do. But if you look at all the things you did, it's like, oh, that gives me energy. <laughs> Absolutely. And we, good. Are, we are running out here uh, time. every week we, we run short on time. The other thing I wanted to talk more about, we won't have time on this interview, so that just means you're going to have to come back and talk to us, uh, Tamara, was you earlier in the show, you talked about having masculine energy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was such an important point we didn't get to. And so I, I want to sort of challenge our listeners, um, the women out there, do you have masculine energy? Um, okay, well, what's wrong with masculine energy? Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with my voice. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's one of those things where we all have it and we have our feminine energy. It's just what do we, what, what's dominant? You know, do we put out more masculine energy? And like for me, again, going back to living with an alcoholic, I had to be the man. I had to be the man and the woman because I couldn't trust that he was going to do anything really. Um, so. And so when you say masculine energy though, I'm caretaking type energy, um, that it, it was exhausting, just totally exhausting. And so now, fortunately, I'm with a man who's a real man, and I get to relax. I get to be a woman because I know he's going to take care of all the man things. So, yeah, there's yes, we could do an entire show on this, the masculine and feminine energy, and it's really finding the balance that feels good to you, and you'll know what feels good. Well, and on that note, I want to encourage everyone listening, uh, visit, cult, uh, visit cultivatingradiance.com. Your new book's coming out October 12th. And uh, we're going to get a copy, and I definitely want to have you back, and I'd love to get feedback from our audience on um, what they need to change in their life and how we can use some of the ideas you've given us on today's show to do that. So you've been a world of information, and you've certainly um, changed my thought process for today. So I appreciate that. I do. I appreciate it more than you know. You said some very powerful things in a very short time, so thank you so very much for sharing with us. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. You guys are so much fun. (laughs) Well, we try to be here on The Good Life. And for our audience, thank you for making this great show. Our numbers grow every week, and it's because of you. So keep giving us feedback, and we will talk to you next week on the airwaves here on The Good Life. Thank you again for tuning in to The Good Life with Forbes Riley and Charlie. Make sure you join Forbes Riley and Charlie Fusco again next Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, have an exciting week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.